Welcome to First Focus, a weekly podcast here at First Pres Columbia, where we highlight various events and ministries around the church. This week, Beth Ann Hurst, Josh Madsen, Morgan Chuda, and Trisha Stoker join me to discuss our youth ministry and some of the activities they've been involved in this summer. Bethann, Josh, Morgan, and Trisha are all a part of our youth staff, working with middle and high school students. If you have questions about them, their work, our church, its programs, or any ministry here, don't hesitate to contact us. You can find all our contact information on our website, which is firstprescolumbia.org. That's firstprescolumbia.org, or on our app. Now, let's get to our conversation. Joining me this morning are some of our youth staff to talk about the various events and camps that we had over the summer. Uh, thank you all for joining me. Why don't you introduce yourselves to our listeners? Josh, we'll start with you. I'm Josh Matson, and I work with the middle schoolers here at First Press. Thank you. I'm Trisha Stoker, and I work um, with high school girls here at First Press. My name is Morgan Shuda. I'm a youth intern here at First Press this summer. My name is Beth Ann Hurst and Hurst, not not sample. <laughs> no. Hurst, and I work with middle school girls. Wonderful. So I thought we might just review all the many things that the youth have done over the summer. For the rest of ministry, summer is often a time of break where we recoup and think about the fall. You guys have to think about the fall, but it's also one of your busiest times in the summer because all the kids are home, obviously, from school. So I uh, wondered if maybe we can start with our camps, Quest and Horizon, give us an update there, and then maybe talk about some of the missions trips that we've been on as well. Perfect. So um, this summer we went to Quest and Horizon, which are the middle school and high school camps, respectively, mm. um, that are held at Bon Clarkin. Um, and this year we took about 100 kids um, all together between the two camps, um, which was really incredible. And for the middle school camp, um, Evan English spoke, and he spoke on the I Am Statements of Jesus in the, chap- or in the book of John. Mm. And um, James, James McManus spoke at the high school camps for, um, it, he spoke on Jonah, mm. um, which were, they were both incredible and um, really stimulated, really encouraging conversations during mm. family time, which mm. is where all of our students get together and talk about um, the sermons that they heard, um, which was really incredible. And we had a lot of kids coming mm-hmm. who didn't necess- who aren't necessarily like regular in the youth group, if mm-hmm. I'm correct. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was really cool to see them grow in fellowship with other students, yeah, and to grow in Jesus throughout the weeks. That's great. That's great. Um, any of the rest of you who might have been at Quest or Horizon, anything that you noticed um, thoughts from either camp? Um, as Morgan said, it was just encouraging to see our kids grow together um, in unity with students that they may have met the mm. morning that we got there, um, and just to see them grow and um, yeah. their love for Jesus and their care for one another. That's great. I know that when the kids get back from those camps, they're always so excited for the time that they had. You can see visibly <clears throat> their hunger for the Lord and for fellowship increase. It's always an incredible encouragement for those of us who are on staff and for those of us who have kids coming up into (laughs) the middle school and then high school. So very encouraging uh, to see 
all you guys' labor there. And for you guys to go for an entire week and be <laughs> with the children <clears throat> where there's not uh, – Maybe some of the uh, amenities that you're used to during the week uh, and to minister to our kids. Really appreciate that. Uh, okay, so there were the camps early in summer, and then from there it moved to Appalachia. Yes. Did I say that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so Appalachia. <laughs> Tell me about Appalachia. What was it? What did you guys do? Who went? So Appalachia is a mission trip that the high schoolers take. Um, it's kind of done through CEM, which is the Christian Education Ministries, um, through the denomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we take we took a group of 11 students with Brad, myself, and one of our interns this summer, Victoria, mm-hmm. to um, the Appalachian area. We stayed at a small little camp. Um, in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Um, but the purpose of this trip is to host a vacation Bible school for a church in that area. Um, throughout the week, there are over 20 groups that go to different sites around that area, which wow. is the Appalachian area. So okay. it's um, Tennessee, Virginia, and Kentucky. Okay. So we were, um, our site was at a small church outside of Middlesboro, Kentucky. Okay. Um, and we put on a vacation Bible school for the area um, each day. Um, and it was really amazing to see the way that our kids um, just kind of took to the children that mm. came to Bible school. Mm. Some of them going in, having never worked with children in their life. Mm. Um, it was really sweet to see at the beginning, they were a little bit frightened and hesitant of even knowing how to interact with a kid. And by the end of the week, like had him on their back Aww. and we're playing with them and laughing. And, um, it was a sweet time to see our kids really grow, mm. um, and really understanding what it is to share their faith. And, um, they saw some tough things, mm. but, um, knowing that the most important thing that we can leave them with is Jesus. Mm. Um, and so leaving the week, um, was sad and bittersweet for our kids, mm. but it was really sweet and encouraging for them to understand um, the impact that they can have by Mm. sharing the love of Jesus with these kids there. Mm, That's great. It's always wonderful to see our kids move from focusing on themselves, being consumers Mm. of the gospel, to being those who would focus on others and being spreaders of the gospel. Right. Uh, If someone were interested in the Appalachia trip for next year, at what point should they begin looking for information and who might they contact? So they could contact Brad or myself. Um, normally towards the beginning of the summer, we send out, or the end of the spring semester, beginning of summer, we send out an application. There is an application process rather than just a registration because it is a mission trip. Mm. And so um, we want to see where our kids' hearts are, mm. um, knowing that they understand the gospel mm. um, before they go out and are really ready to share that. Um, yeah. So around the end of the spring semester, beginning of the summer would be a time to look for that. Great. Great. Uh, any other thoughts on Appalachia? Appalachia. I said it wrong. I knew <laughs> I would. Appalachia. No? Okay. So the next one was, and I'm going to mess this one up too, Honey Path. You did it. I it's got good. it. I got it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So tell me about that trip. So uh, this was a strictly middle school Mission trip. Okay. Um, 
And we kind of struggle with whether or not to call it a mission trip because it really is um, the church being the church. We took about 20 students and four leaders to Honey Path, uh, which is south of Greenville, and worked and partnered with a ministry called Widow's Watchmen Ministries, which is ran by a guy named Bill May, who okay. has been doing this um, ministry for quite some time. Josh has more knowledge of him than I do. But um, Just to be clear, Honeyapath is a town. It's a town. Okay, all right. For someone who's not from here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I didn't know that it existed until we went. They have two whole stoplights. Two whole stoplights. <laughs> That's fantastic. That speaks. Um, But we took that group of kids up and we stayed on Bill's farmland that has, he's built bunk houses and wash houses. And um, each day we would go and help widows, widowers, or even elderly couples in not just the Honeypath area, but due west, Anderson, um, kind of a 30 30 minute radius of honey path mm. um and it was strictly to to visit kind of give that quality time to those um widows who may or may not be able to get out of the house easily we went to a few retirement homes as well uh it was encouraging because these students are like 11 to 14 years old and mm. they um you know, really were pushed out of their comfort zones mm. of of being able to feel comfortable with communicating with elderly people that they don't know from anyone. And yeah. several students, um, like most trips, even for adults probably too, there are several people that will kind of shine on a trip. Yeah. Um, and there were several that really impressed us with their maturity mm. and their care and kindness to these elderly men and women. Mm. Uh, it was also really sweet as a leader to go and spend time with um, some of these men and women that are in their early 90s, late 90s, wow. who have been in World War II and yeah. have stories of God's faithfulness throughout their whole life. Um, but overall, it really was a beautiful picture of of the gospel and yeah. also a our students learning that there is actually a commandment to care for the widows and orphans. And we were just living that out and caring for the widows right. this past week. And um, Josh can probably talk along the lines of we really how we'd like to bring some of this back with us. Hmm. Yeah, Bill, um, <clears throat> a little background on him. When he was like eight, he started – um, taking care of these, what he calls little old ladies with mm. his grandfather. Um, and then as he grew up, he, he was in the army and then he came back. Um, and, and that's kind of just what he thought he should do. Mm. And so that's what he's done wow. this whole time. So a lot of these women that he's, that are around him and, and men and, and, and elderly people, they just know him because he's always been there. Wow. Um, and Bill's biggest idea with this ministry is come to Honeypath. Um, we'll teach you how to do it stay in the bunkhouses, live here for a week, and then go home equipped to do this ministry at your church. Wow. So he's very big on bringing it home, and we're still thinking through how to do that here at First Press, but we're excited to try to um, connect our middle schoolers and high schoolers with some elderly folks here at First Press. Right. And that's so important. I think especially nowadays, uh, 
as people get older, especially as they get to the end of life, that, that eighth, ninth decade, we tend to push them to the sideline and put them in retirement communities or put them behind a curtain so that we don't see it. Because as a culture and a community, we don't want to see anything that might remind us of our own mortality. And so getting kids to be able to engage with that and see that and minister to people who are there and see that it may not be quite as scary as they think um, is a huge deal. And I know that when I do visitation, especially for our elderly members, I'm always more blessed by it than what I feel like I'm going there to bless them and minister to them. They end up ministering to me. I also like how there's a spectrum here. On the one hand, there is VBS to kids, young kids who don't know Jesus. And on the other end, we're going to people in their eighth, ninth decade and ministering to them as well. So you guys are doing a fantastic job. Really thank you for that. You've been listening to First Focus. For Beth Ann, Josh, Morgan, Trisha, and all our staff here at First Pres, I'm Josh Squires. Thanks for joining us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, don't hesitate to contact us. We hope you'll join us next week. And until then, God bless.